The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. It's Jimmy Star. Bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop pop culture, and entertainment. I was messing up because I was trying to get the sound off on this other computer so I could see the chat room, but now I can't see the chat room. I don't know what happened to it. I'll fix you up there. Um, okay. So hello, everybody, and welcome. Let me, first of all, start off by uh, saying you can hit the ITV button and you can see Ron and I waving. Hey. Hi, Ron. Oh, look at the hey, delay. Chad. It's fun. Hey, hey, hey. And, uh... We want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, and as soon as I like figure out how to get the chat room to come back up, what do I do, Chad? It's on the I'm bottom. I'm coming over there. It's on the bottom of the screen. Do I just? Oh, maybe I just hit it and it comes up. Well, in the meantime, there you go. Okay, I got it. While those guys are working on the mechanics, I'd like to do a couple of shout outs. No, today. no. First, we have to introduce all of us. Dummy. Oh, introduce me. Everybody <laughs> knows me. No, no. Starting off, everybody. We want to welcome everybody. Hey, everybody in the chat room. What's up? There's a ton of people in the chat room. Say hi. Hey, everybody in the chat room. Glad you're here today. There you go. Now I want to like introduce my cool co-host, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, nice to see you all. I don't see you. You see me. Nice that you're seeing me all. There you go. We got the man <laughs> behind the boards, Chad Murphy. What's up, people? Yay, What's up? Chad. Uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you guys to the show. Say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hit the ITV button and watch us. We got a great show for you today. We've got... Television and movie star Richard Anderson. We have Davis Cohen, who's an awesome, awesome blues artist. And uh, we have Emma Caulfield coming on, who's also a movie star and a television star. And now Ron wants to do some shout-outs. Go hey, shout-outs to the Bucks County Playhouse in New Hope. They've got the Vagina Monologues with uh, Andrea McCann. McCardle. Ma- McCardle, I'm sorry. Andrea McCardle. Uh, go there. The seats are 30 to 60 bucks. I think it's running about two or three days. Look into it if you're in the Philadelphia area. Uh, Lainey Kazan is coming on our show March 27th. I'm so proud to say because Lainey's a good friend of mine and probably the greatest chanteuse that ever lived besides Peggy Lee. Okay, I want to say hi to Nancy at Sal at Premier Medical Imaging in Boca Raton. If ever you need to have your inners photographed, that's where to go. Also, I want to talk to Ronan and Linda Tish. Uh, at uh, Reality Elite. I'm sorry, Realty Elite? Realty or Realty, Realty Elite? I don't know. I don't, well, we're going to do deal. it again. We're going to do it again. Realty Elite. There you and go. they're in Wellington, which is where our studio is. So if you're looking for a house and you're looking for some sensational people to take you around, they know real estate. Um, that's it for my shout-outs, I guess. Let me think. Yes, yes, that's it. Okay, I'm re-signing in. I'm Emily in here, you guys, and I don't know how to change. Emma, I'm Emma. Okay, here we go. I'm going to sign into the the guest in the log. Here we go. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this to work now. 
All right, so we got a great show for you guys today. We want to thank everybody for voting for us for the Shorty Awards. We are still in ninth place. We're only uh, four, seven votes four, away, four, I think. Four. I think seven votes away from eighth place, but we need new people to vote. Uh, we appreciate all the same people keep on voting. They're not counting those votes anymore, unfortunately. And uh, so we need some new people to vote. So please vote for us for all of you who don't know the. Uh, the, uh, the, the uh, ugh, what is it called? The Shorty Awards is the Academy <laughs> Awards for web-based shows. And uh, we were very honored to be nominated. We're very happy to be ninth place out of all the shows in the world, considering there's probably about a million of them. And uh, we appreciate everybody's support. I have to apologize if Jimmy and I are fumbling up this morning. We were out last night at the studio of Bad Seeds doing publicity photos and poster shots, and we didn't get out of there till one thirty in the morning. We didn't get home till 2 o'clock, and it was a very long shoot, like five hours of standing and smiling and posing with uh, by ourselves and with the group. And you guys so- – can check it out too. Go to the website because we need everybody to interact. Yes. So That's today we're a little com. not quite ourselves, but we're going to get into the swing of things in a few minutes because my coffee is going to hit. Oh, your coffee. That's right. We're and not I'm not naming. Who you got, who and you I'm got not naming the coffee because they won't give it to me for free. So I'm not going to show the coffee cup anymore. That's right. So we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. There's a whole bunch of guests, Ed, Martha, Jack, Chase, Jack. I don't know who all those different people are. Uh, but Audrey, what's up? We want to say Audrey, the biggest Cat of Nine Tails, I mean the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan and Cat of Nine Tails fan in the world. And we've got Forever Twilight, Carla Floor, Ginger <laughs> Irish, Leslie Neveres, Mel from Windsor, Melissa Rudd, everybody in there. We're going to have a great, great show. You guys are going to have a lot of fun. we got a lot of big announcements, a lot of good music, a lot of good everything. And for all the people out there that are coming in because of me and Jimmy, a special thanks to you. Our guest today is Richard Anderson, who I personally know. I'm proud to call him my friend. Uh, he is probably one of the most elegant, sophisticated men left of that Hollywood era when men were like Cary Grant. Not only does he have a beautiful speaking voice, but he's a beautiful man who's in his 80s. And he's living proof that you don't have to get old. He's still working. He's in a film coming up, and when we interview him, he's going to tell you all about it. Richard Anderson, Bionic Man. Okay, how about no, Richard he's not Anderson? The bionic man, though, no, know. but I mean, I'm just saying, Bionic Connection. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, There's a, I'm going on with it, Jim. <laughs> There's a Bionic Connection that Richard will explain to you towards the end of the show, and the connection is between. Well, I won't tell you. I'll leave it as a surprise. Anyway, you guys, Richard Anderson played Oscar Goldman. My favorite show ever in the world was as a kid growing up was The Six Million Dollar Man and The Bionic Woman. We're going to have a really good time. We're going to try giving him a call now, and uh, let's see how it all goes. And he danced with Rita Hayworth, and Orson Welles was jealous. Caller, go ahead. We're calling in? Let me talk first. <laughs> Excuse me. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Richard Anderson. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Well, what fun. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to my cool co-host, one of which you know very well, Mr. Ron Russell, our cool man about town. Hey, how are you, Richard? Ron, of course. Richard, Richard, my Richard, of course. So good to talk well, to you. Ron, we've, we've just, I remember one when we had that uh, wonderful uh, side sidewalk star down in Palm Springs where they I, honored me. I was uh, doing I met the you red, there, and yeah. uh, 
you very kindly took pictures of myself uh, and my family, and uh -huh. you sent me photographs of my daughters, uh, and I never forgot that. No, I sent you a CD of them saying this incredible speech about you. I was covering the red carpet in Palm Springs for the setting of of uh, the stone for um, Robert, for Richard. I'm sorry, Richard Anderson, and they were setting his stone on the Walk of Stars. So right. I interviewed Lindsay, and I interviewed you, and yeah. your daughters were so eloquent. I copied it and sent it to you. And before we keep going, Mr. Anderson, well, I want to introduce you to everybody else. We've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Richard, welcome. How do you, you do, Chad Murphy? I'm great, Richard. How are you? Well, I'm at the top of my life. I like to hear that. Welcome to the show. And then, uh, and then, Richard, we also there's uh, in, on the radio station. There's a chat room which you can't see any of those people, but there's a whole bunch of people typing in there, all kinds of stuff. And so we would like you to just give a shout out and say hey to everybody in the chat room. The chat room. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Well, hello. hello. There you go. <laughs> They're all fans of yours, Richard. They're clamoring well, for more. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's fun. I enjoy doing these things. And uh, it's interesting just to keep up on what's going on. There you go. And your What voice, is going on, Richard? You have the greatest voice, Doesn't like it? the greatest speaking voice of all time. Like I got so excited when I spoke to you on the phone the other day because you sounded just like you sound like when you're on all my favorite shows. And so like I think that's really cool. Like I said before, he's a tall, sophisticated, handsome man who is a little well, bit over 80 and lets us all know that it's okay to be in our 80s if we could be like Richard Anderson. True. Well, I'm, I'm bionic, didn't you tell people? That's right. Absolutely. I wasn't going to let your secret out, Richard. So before we get started, I'm going to tell you, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not a secret to everybody who listens to the show. It's a secret to Ron. But like, first of all, I actually have your doll, your action figure. I have the bionic man, the $6 million woman, and... And your uh, action figure. And when I was a kid, my parents came into my room. I was crying one night. This is like a really terrible story, but I, I, everybody knows it, so I have to tell you. And I was crying because the $6 million man and the bionic woman weren't going to get married, which me and I think would never be my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. That's and, a good one. And, uh, I hear a lot of that. And I, I used to, I loved it so much. And actually, Lee Majors like lives. I'm actually a clothing designer, so I dressed him once, like many, many years ago. And because uh, he lives oh. in Fort Lauderdale, or he used to, I don't know if he still does, but he had a house in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, we used to eat at the same restaurant, and uh, so I would see him there frequently. But um, I, yeah. it was like the show cool. that like. I don't know, like, rounded out my whole life because I freaking, like, loved it. I loved the $7 million man. I loved it when Vince Van Patten was the, the bionic boy. Uh, all that stuff. So I want to just commend you because, like, it's such an iconic part of my, like, growing up and the fact that I have your action figures, which I couldn't find. They're in storage or I would have brought it for everybody here to see. Well, you hang on to those action figures. They're, yeah. They're, they are very, very, very valuable. Yes, they are, and they're so much fun. Okay, I, got, I had to say that. Now, now I'm going to let Ron talk. Well, now I want to <laughs> take our listeners back a little bit. First time I saw Richard Anderson was in a film called The Long Hot Summer. Richard Anderson was very young and very handsome, and he's a powerful actor. But in this movie, he had to play it back because I suspect he was gay, and that's why he wasn't marrying Joanne Woodward. Orson Welles, of course, was the big tough guy who breaks the glass table that Richard explained to me was not an accident. It was definitely in the movie. Richard, holding back, is it far harder to hold back as an actor or to throw it out there and go crazy? Well, I think, as I started to say when I first got on the phone with you, you've got to have some fun in all this. And uh, I found out that the idea is to, is to listen to people and um, don't, don't talk too much all the time, 
but listen and be sure. And, and when you're in these situations, why well, you have to uh, you have to do it in a way that uh, that that you explain it, but you're not going to uh, get all upset about it. You see, that's the whole thing. Now, uh, you talked about the long hot summer. Love the movie. And, uh, and uh, I was, uh, we were down in the South uh, doing that uh, uh, in New Orleans, I believe it was. And uh, uh, we did some shots uh, uh, around the outside, and it's with Orson Welles. And uh, as I was walking down the hill to, to sit in the uh, chair on this uh, table outside on a sunny day, and I'm coming down the hill, and there was Welles. I had never met him. And... Uh, he looked at me and sort of smirked, okay? Then we did the scene. He got upset because uh, I wasn't going to marry his uh, daughter in the movie. And uh, it turns out that uh, I had a girlfriend in town that I was really interested in. And we, we kind of put that in, too, and he found that out later. But anyway, we did the long shot, we did the, uh, the, the two shot, and then we did close-ups, and we did uh, Orson's close-ups, and he got to me. And I started talking, and I heard this noise. Well, and I put my, I put my hand over over my face, and then I put it at the at, at the camera. And uh, Marty Ritz said, "What's the matter?" I said, "Wilson, I can't get these words out. We don't have two mics here." And then I hear this noise. My gosh, he's dead right. And that was Orson Welles. <laughs> he, he he realized who he was talking to, and that. We became very good friends, and uh, he he respected me. And was he difficult? They said he was. Word you want to use in this <clears throat> They said he was very difficult. Was he difficult? Well, uh, uh, he made the finest movie ever made. Uh, you understand? You he think he did? You he think was... his film with Janet Lee was the finest movie? Or was it the other one, Rosebud? What was that called? Um, the, oh, the life the story one, of yeah. the of the of the publicist. Hearst. That's right, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, right. The greatest movie ever made, in this, and he was a young man. He was about 24 years old at the time. Right. And from then on, I used to see him occasionally. I worked with him again, by the way, in right. another film. Well, what about and when I, you danced with Rita Hayworth? That's right. And yeah. he came over. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact was, uh, uh, he, he was a brilliant man, but his time, his time was when he was young. And then from then on, he said, I'm just going on the, all the way down. Right. And that happens in this business uh, with with how you come in and how you go out. But in my case, uh, I I always wanted to be in the film business. It was when I was a uh, a kid like like you. I used Me. to go to the. I used to go to the <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sorry. I was like, you referred to me as a kid. I said thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and 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 I was watching these cowboy movies, and I saw uh, this one actor. He didn't do much. He kind of moved. He moved very well in the scenes, but he didn't say much. And he sort of looked around. And I said, "You know, I'm going to try this. This guy is really great. I think I'll become an actor." That's where it started. And what was your first, now, very first movie? Now, let now now let me let explain. Let me explain this. Okay. When um, uh, when I had done some live television shows and. Uh, the town was mine because it was back at the time when television was just starting and they were all afraid of it and nobody wanted it around the studios and so forth. And, um, and so um, I had just done some work and every studio in town wanted to hire, hire me. In fact, uh, 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 MGM uh, wanted to hire me. And uh, I started uh, 
making movies there. Uh, now, the reason for this story is I was invited to a, um, a film festival in Mexico City, and I, uh, I got there and I got a call from a fellow upstairs who was a public relations guy, and he says, this fellow that you saw as a boy is here. Come on up. I know you want to meet him. So I went up, and there he was. He wore these wonderful shirts that you have made in, in Italy and uh, coats that are shorter, like they are today, of course. And uh, I was introduced to him, and I found out later on he wanted to have lunch with me. So I talked to him, and I said, uh, I've always admired you, and uh, when I made a test to get uh, uh, the job at MGM, I took a scene from one of your one of your movies, and he said, I know. Uh, and then I said, I want to ask you a question. And, and he said, what about, took his time, you know. I said, <laughs> acting, acting. So long, long pause. And he says, well, Dick, I don't know too much about that. But don't ever get caught doing it. That's right. That's yeah. it. And his he was? was his, his name was Gary Cooper. Exactly. I thought it was Coop. I thought it was yeah. Coop. That's something Coop would say. Also, who else used to say that was, um, oh, God, great star. I can't think of his name. Catherine Hepburn's boyfriend. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy, thank you very much. I told you we didn't Oh, yeah, well, he was sitting, you know, he looks like he's not acting at all. And that's yeah. the same way with Cooper. Spence said if they is, catch you acting, you're out. Yeah. yeah, now, you see, Wells was entirely different than these people. But he was outside getting some sunshine. Um, and... Um, I saw him there, and I sat down next to him, and he was mumbling, and he was learning lines, you know. And I asked him the same question, you know, you're the most valuable actor on the MGM lot, and you're so good, and you make it all look so easy. Uh, uh, and uh, he said, well, Dick, just uh, learn the lyrics and don't bump into the furniture. <laughs> now, Richard, tell me, how many movies have you made? I have made 78 motion pictures. And television? Done, uh, uh, and television. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done about um, three, let me see, 3,000. 3,000 TV appearances, my Lord. 3,000 TV wow. appearances. God, is that amazing? I want to talk and about then, that a little. And then, and then don't, go, don't go away. Okay. And then uh, it came to a television series. I was at Metro, and I made uh, 24 movies there, and then I got a call from a man called Stanley Kubrick. Wow. He says, I've been watching you in New York where I was smoking cigarettes and trying to get a movie made, and I saw you in every one of your MGM movies, and I'm going to make a picture called Pass of Glory right. in, in Munich. Would you like to come and play? I said, well, send the script. That was one <laughs> of your greatest parts, you know. That was and, one of your oh, greatest boy. films. Well, that was probably the greatest film. It was one of your greatest films. Actually, yeah, they're, well, they're making a documentary on Stanley Kubrick and the people uh, – who are making it contacted us to come on the show because Matthew Modine is in Full Metal Jacket and he's a guest on the show next week. And, oh uh, wow! That's so we're probably going to be doing they a Stanley Cooper. Yeah, because we're going to. He, he got sick in the movie, as I recall it. Yeah, yeah so it was a it was a great movie. And, we're going to uh, have a whole Stanley Kubrick show though. I think coming up in the next couple of months. Um, well, Stanley Stanley was Stanley was uh, very simply. I, I learned right away about him, and that's what happens. When you do the first shot with someone, 
uh, I was doing it with Kirk Douglas. He was in it, too. And we did the first shot. I could tell right away the way he works. He's a visualist. You understand what I mean? Yes. It's the camera with him. Right. It's the camera with him. And uh, 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 that's the most important. He doesn't bother much with the actors at all. He never even said a word to me. A couple of them, he went up, said a few words. But the main thing was to, to you know, hire the, the, the hire the good actors, and I took it as a compliment. Okay. So that's that. Now there's finally one other thing: uh, television series. When I did that picture with Kubrick, uh, I saw what was happening. Television, television, and I think that's the place to go, and that's exactly, exactly what I did. In fact, when I said goodbye to Doris Sherry, who was running the studio at the time, and he admired me very much too, he said to me, uh, "Go into television, Richard." No, that's <laughs> and right. I have. Now I did. I told you the amount of shows I did, mm-hmm. and then uh, as far as television series, I did seven of them. Two of which we've been talking about went through right. the roof: the six million dollar man and the bonnet woman. Right. How, about the, the others, how about the, the others? The other others were were there, so that that's that's my story. Uh, so how about it, theater? How much theater have you done? Live theater? Oh, well, that's how. That's when I when I got out of the army. Right. Uh, I got out of the war, uh, the World War Two. I I um, I studied for a while and then uh, did a lot of t- uh, stage work. In uh, La Jolla and uh, Santa Barbara, yep. And um, I, then I I did a, a play in New York. I was invited to do one of those. So you've done New York theater? Well, yes, I have. Now uh, this is interesting, Ron, because um, by doing that, you learn timing. That's right. You learn how the audience uh, reacts, mm-hmm. and you you find out certain ways to do things when you see how they react. Totally and you're correct. On the, you're on the stage there. Now, doing movies, the only people <laughs> there are the people that are the lights, the cam, the cameraman, the crew, the electricians, mm-hmm. the director, and uh, uh, the crew who the crew, uh, you know who put in yeah. such long hours. Mm-hmm. All they think about is what time's lunch. That's right. Now, I was and, talking to Arlene Dahl a week ago. And, oh, how is she? Oh, she's wonderful. She just gotten back from the, the Turner Classic Movie Cruise, and they had a ball, and they, all the old films oh, were being played, and they had audiences on board the ship from 30 to 100, she said, and everybody just loves the old films. As Lauren Bacall said to me once, she said, Ron, a film is never old until after you've seen it. And I agree with Lauren on that note. Um, yes. These old films are wonderful classics. Uh, the stuff that you did, I mean, everybody did in the old days. Betty Davis once said, the reason why the stars of today are not like the stars of years ago is because they mumble. How do you feel about the mumbling of the, of the actors today? They, they don't speak clearly and loudly like they did years ago. You want the answer to that? Question? I definitely do, because you're, you're, you're a renaissance man, sure. The kids today are seeing these movies on 127 out here. Turner Classic Movies. Right. And they're all saying, we've been cheated. Absolutely. We've been cheated. The lighting, the scenes, the positive uh, uh, reaction. The the writing, the writing. And the lighting, and they were able to make movies that had a beginning and a middle and And an an end. end. 
Right. See, so so what we're seeing now is some very interesting things. I get a lot of um, a lot of um, fan mail from all over the place, and particularly now, since all the studios uh, run are releasing these movies. Mm-hmm. They've been buying them and releasing them mm-hmm. all over the world. I receive fan letters from China. Russia is showing up. Uh, Sweden. All kinds of uh, uh, letters uh, talking uh, very, very kindly, saying nice words and wanting me to sign uh, photographs for them. And what they are seeing is probably three-quarters of all the movies I made. And the series, by the way, Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Women are, uh, are on the air right now. They're back, and they'll be, you'll be able to see them. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it, star- it started, uh, let me see, it started uh, last, uh, uh, last week where they went on a, an alternate of, on, on NBC. And you will see, you will see uh, a lot of the $6 million man, and uh, I saw some last night, which was fun. They're on Wednesdays at uh, 8 o'clock uh, till midnight, and the Bonnick Woman is from 9 o'clock until midnight. And you'll have to look and find out where, um, uh, where, where, what stations they are. They just they started this, and I'll tell you, uh, it's been extraordinary. You're and, extraordinary. Uh, and I hope to see you when we're in L.A. And also, we're reviving my show, Set the Record Straight, which is a TV show. I was in L.A. for four years doing it. Never got to interview you, unfortunately. Oh, I did you on the carpet. But anyway, I interview all the legends of Hollywood, from Jane Russell, my sweetheart, all the way down uh, to, you know, Jane was my dearest and best buddy. I cry uh, sweet. We can't talk oh about my. Jane. I get crazy. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, she, she was she my was love. Really she was really something, by the way, to the end. She was I do my conventions, love. by the way. You know, right. I go on conventions. Not a lot of them, but uh, when I'm able, uh, I, I saw her once, and she was just um, uh, uh, very attractive then, even. Richard, know. she spent a week in my house. She left oh. my house and passed away. I, was the, I have the last photograph of Jane Russell alive. And Ron. she was my dear friend, and I loved her. What did it. you say? Say that again. Jane Russell was a guest at my house in Florida. We did a, a thing at the Florida Film Festival. And she left my house not feeling well. She couldn't breathe well. And she flew to uh, Tampa. They took her off the plane in Tampa. She was hospitalized. Uh, Terry Moore was calling John Travolta to come and get her with his jet, but he said he didn't have medical equipment on board, so they had to put her on an air ambulance. She went back to Santa Maria, and two weeks later she passed away. So oh, I was. I have the la- I have the last photograph of her with yeah. me, and yeah. it's funny because. Jane- well, you know, Ron. Speaking yes. of uh, you, Ron Russell, uh, you um, you have probably uh, one of the, the finest uh, uh, people that love movies and and uh, do something about it, and like what we're doing today, um, you you have a very high. Uh, I checked you out. Oh, you checked me <laughs> out. You have so a very, very, very interview. high um, uh, sense of, of um, what you do and yes. how you do it. Yes. And uh, all with a sense of, um, of film. You talk about film. And you talk about television and you talk about it. 
uh, actors. And um, I want to tell you, I was very impressed as I started out this conversation by thank you, thank you. the way you were I so um, kind. Well, I'm, I'm an actor myself, and I and I know what I'm doing. Four movies now with Jimmy, and I know what it's all about. I've been acting since I'm 19. My first film was with Sophia Loren and Taya Punta, is that kind of woman back in '59. So now you know how old I am. But I love the business and I love the old films because I wasn't a rich kid. And all I could do on Saturday was go to the movies and see these magnificent homes and Cary Grant and you and everybody else dressed so beautifully in beautiful cars. And I thought, oh, my God, does that really exist in the world? Because we were poor. And I grew up in the Hollywood world. Never, And I love Jane Russell. That's why my name is Ron Russell. I took it from huh. Jane years ago. Huh. I was a fan of, fan of hers for 40 years, 50 years, whatever. And to, to have known her as a dear friend, mm. she stayed in my house in Palm Springs. We traveled. We were always together. And I, I love her. And to, to know Betty Davis was probably the greatest thrill of my life. And to go to her apartment over on Havenhurst at mm. the col- colony, you know, to a party. Yeah. I worked with her. I worked with her, too. I know you did. I mean, she's an incredible dame. I, yeah, well, I, she, she, knew, she really knew how to. She'd walk on a set. And she said, that chair over there, that's going to be my chair. Right. In other words, she understood the game. I wouldn't want to work with her. I liked her as a friend, but I would never want to work with her. Uh, You have to... I I, I handed the first day. As I say, you can tell by the the director what he wants. Sometimes the director never says a word to you. He... he, he, uh, Frankenheimer said, listen, 60% of this is getting the actors. And he was one of them. He didn't say, uh, you know, they, they, they let you do what, you know, you're paid to do and why you were hired. But there are others that simply have to say something. <laughs> that was better. <laughs> they, have to, they have to do takes. Okay. William Wyler, probably the finest director that ever walked the earth, he would do a lot of takes. And there was another <laughs> reason. The reason he'd do it is be- the way he edited it. He took a year to edit the movie. Now, those people are gone. And when uh, the next generation of people that ran the movies, they said, we don't want to spend all this money on how long it takes to make a movie. And those kind of directors uh, are still, you know, William Wyler, that's that's a big one, Billy Wilder. Well, the best one for takes was Howard Hughes, 162 takes of the tombstone (laughs) of the tombstone of Billy the Kid in the movie The Outlaw with Jane Russell. Jane used to make jokes about it. He shot it 160 something times. Howard Hughes, a tombstone that takes Hollywood history. Richard, I think our time is up, unfortunately, and I could go on with you all night long. And I know our audience is loving every minute of it, and they want more and more. But we have other guests coming. I I, I want to just finish by saying to yes. you that, that all of you and yes. here I, I understand this when you say all of all all of this audience which is a huge one all over the world mm-hmm. we are very grateful that uh, they see our film and they have uh, been so kind to me uh, throughout with their with their answers and I love making pictures because when I do a scene it's to talk about the scene and try to tell the story by 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 uh, what I do and you do it well, my friend, absolutely well. You're a great actor, a great guy, and totally a gent. You're the royalty, my friend, of a Hollywood gone by. Well, I'm still here. I we know wanna, you are. God wanna, bless you, too. We want to thank you for coming on this show. I want to personally thank you for all the... 
iconic television series and movies that you made that were like so influential for me in my life. I think it's terrific. Like even when you did all your cameos in like all the great like Simon and Simon and Knight Rider and Charlie's Angels and all those shows, those were like my shows. Matt Houston, you know, those were the shows of my youth. I loved them. You were terrific. We're so happy to have you on the show, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. Jimmy, what a pleasure. Richard, see you soon, I hope. Stay well. God bless you, and talk, talk later, baby. Bye now. Thanks, Ron. Bye-bye. He's a sweetie boy. Yeah, he's sweet. Is he nice? The nicest guy. <laughs> I mean, I love him. He's not a he's not a phony either. He's really true Hollywood stuff. Absolutely. He's the real deal, baby. He's not like these phonies today. They all think who the hell they are. They made one movie. This man made seventy four movies, broke his hump as an actor, and three thousand TV, TV shows. I'm exhausted doing the stupid bad seeds until one thirty in the morning. Now Richard Anderson comes from a generation of workhorses. They were all great: Joan Crawford, Betty Davis. I mean, you got Cary Grant. Gary Cooper. Okay. We the gotta, list goes on. We got to do another shout out. We got to do some shout outs because lots of new people joined the uh, the chat room. We want to give a bit, special shout out to Slipstream Radio in the UK because they are one of our syndicators and we air on Saturdays in England there. And DJ Rich, who's a DJ at Slipstream Radio. So welcome everybody in the chat room. Welcome them. Everybody in the chat room is mad cool. And uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We just had on Richard Anderson. He's Great Oscar guy. Bowman from the Bionic, the Six Million Dollar Man in the, in the Bionic Woman. I freaking like love it. And uh, love him. And uh, <laughs> I want everybody to uh, let's see. Let me find it in here real quick. Hold on. Uh, we're gonna take a little break for everybody because. Coming up next is our sexy bitch dance. Oh, we're going to dance. I got to get ready, oh, folks. Shit. Here we so go. So this is the song, you guys. Everybody, we want everybody to download. This song is available on iTunes. The name of the song is Pointless. It's a Monarchy Records release. We freaking like love it. We want everybody we to go, go and purchase it. We're going to have a good time. It's by Orlando Napier. Woo! You can check it out. And uh, here you go, Pointless. I can link together words in my bit So I would urge you listen to these words And I'm spitting we all die Some of us only and some they Like Pac-Man trying to escape his fate I'm treading check with no break Fish with no bait Big nicks and no day Paying to get laid Bones and no fade Coaches and no rape Use mathematical formulas to find a soulmate Where's Taunt's babe? Yeah, yeah, it's true I sit back, realize you're gonna die, get off your couch and stop living your damn life This time flies, standing grim reaper gonna arrive, you can't escape fate So staring straight in the eyes, watch it been doing lately What you gonna have to do today I'm gonna hitch high to USA, I'm gonna get back to West LA I'm gonna slap my boss right across my face, I'm gonna Living in a constant state of disparity My indifference was my trick for ignoring reality Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity The oxygen is in the weed and I'm blowing a Hennessy Cause like a kid who couldn't feel my extremities There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me In a state of physical and mental calamity I'd given up hope until I finally found serenity Watch it been doing lately Watch it going Yeah,
grass, I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass, I'm gonna take the world in a bed, I'm a bra, gonna grab this life I got, yeah. Dip, baby. Kick, kiss your own white ass. I love it. My favorite line. That's Orlando Napier, everybody. That album is available on iTunes, Amazon, all the digital download sites. It's a Monarchy Records artist. It's awesome. And our next guest is on the line. Hey. Hello, Davis Cohen, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Oh, shit. Try that again. Uh, hello, Davis Cohen. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. All right. Uh, okay, we're going to try it one more time. Live radio. We always screw it up. Hello, Davis Cohen, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, Jimmy Star. How are you? There you go. Awesome. King of cool, huh? That's right. I'm the king of cool. Let me introduce you to my co-host, starting off with the cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, welcome hello, to the show. Welcome, welcome to the show. Then we got the man behind Thank the boards. Man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing? Hey, Great, Chad. Thank you. And uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you to the show. And before we get started, there's a ton of people in the chat room. How about give everybody a shout-out? Hey, y'all. How you doing? There you go. I live from the, the holy city here in Charleston, South Carolina. There you go. And yeah. also, uh, give a special shout-out to Audrey. Just say, hey, Audrey, what's up? Hey there, Audrey. What's up? How you doing, honey? There you go. Audrey's the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. We always have to mention it at least one time every show because she's like awesome. And uh, we have the greatest, greatest listeners in the chat room. It's awesome. And, and uh, we're playing all over the place. And even they're going to hear this in England on Saturday. So, dude, you're going to be all over the place, which I know you are already because everybody's playing your music all over the place. We go out to 190 countries. 155. No, I read 195. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, 190. I read, I, read yeah. it, I read it this morning. Oh, over 195. No, all. There's only 195 countries. <laughs> well, what, what about my planet, Mars, where I come from, my Martian friends? Ancient so, Aliens, 121 There March. we go. So, all right, we're going to get off of the Ancient Aliens and go back to Mr. Davis Cohen. So, you're calling us from South Carolina. Uh, well, first thing I want to say is congratulations for signing with Spectre Records. They're a, they're well, thank you very much. It's, um, it's a new venture, but uh, Bobby's been, been helping me out a good bit in the last few weeks, so I'm pleased. And I'm uh, glad to have this opportunity. Bob- he, uh, he connected us. Bobby is a rock star. Spectre Records is a sponsor of the show. Uh, I work with Bobby in the booking agency Arcadium Entertainment and Monarchy Records both. And uh, uh, Monarchy Records is the hip-hop division under Spectra. And uh, I'm the director of operations. Bobby's like the greatest guy on the planet. And your music is fabulous because he only takes people who are fabulous. So, so congratulations. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Jay. So you're a you're a country blue. Like, how, how do you classify your music? Like, I wrote in the press release, country blues artist. Is that how you classify yourself? Yeah, that's exactly what I what I uh, go for with it. I, I spent a lot of time in the blues field, but um, when it comes down to it, there's such a broad variety of blues, and uh, it seems that most folks will associate it with more of an urban kind of inner city blues like the Chicago and West Coast type of thing. And I'm a little more on that back porch picking side, so I always thought that the country blues label gave a better indication of what I do. It just tends to be a little more gut bucket and a little more uh, indigenous to the southern states. So I, I go with country blues. Also, uh, Bluntry is another possibility. Okay. Well, well uh Give another shout out to Melissa because she wrote his. I don't. I never heard of him before, but he's really effing hot. (laughs) And Melissa's going to get to hear soon anyway because we're going to actually play a single off your upcoming album. So, so you are you are definitely not a newbie musician. You have like a half a dozen releases, right? That you've done all on your own. Yes, that's right. I I had actually a couple with a a label out of New Orleans called Q19. Uh, some years ago, but most of them I've, I've done on my own, including uh, the production and all and all that too. So I mean, that's that just seems to be the approach. I'm always uh, willing to connect with people, but sometimes it's the easiest way to do it is just kind of get down to the grassroots and you know take your time doing getting what you want, getting the product that you want. So yeah, that's how it's been. I've actually got eight different releases. Okay, eight. I knew it was. To, I knew it was a lot of them. Yeah, I've been doing it a little while. My first one, I was 20 years old, and, and uh, just been kind of pounding them out since. And this last one is uh, Hard Luck Cafe. is uh, I think my proudest one to date. I'm really pleased with it because I got to take time doing it. I didn't rush it like I had some in the past. So I'm happy about it. I think it's got a different sound than I had in the past. It leans a little bit more toward the Americana style, which, as you all probably know, is kind of gaining in popularity. We, it strays we, a little bit from the the blues thing because I just tried to get out of the of being labeled blues and competing with other blues musicians that didn't seem to be along the lines of what I was writing. So uh, yeah, I, I call it singer songwriter Americana country blues whatever whatever uh, suits it I suppose. See, it's uh, it's funny because like we on the Jimmy Star Show, we try to like bring people on from all the different genres of music, and we've had like last week we had a crooner on who sang Frank Sinatra. We have a lot right. of we have a lot of rock artists and a lot of hip hop and soul artists coming on. Um, we haven't had too many blues artists or because Amer- yours is like kind of like Americana blues. I don't think we've had too many people who uh, uh, fit in the category. I think it's like super unique. I uh, we were actually eating before we came to the show, and I played it on my played the song that we're gonna play in a minute. Mile after mile on my phone, and as soon as Ron right. heard it, what did you say? Sounds like Bo Diddley. Absolutely, Bo Diddley. And I didn't like know that you was, worked with Bo Diddley. And then it says that you, then we read ah. in the thing that you've actually like opened up and have shared the stage with like a lot of like as far as jazz and blues, bluesy kind of artists. Like you basically like worked with the greats. Well, a lot of more uh, large festivals where you knock out a whole PR list of musicians. Uh, I did a lot of touring and. Europe when I was a little younger and uh, the economy was a little better over there and got the opportunity to play some blues festivals in Italy and Switzerland, places like that, where a lot of those old greats were still running around a lot more so than they are now. But yeah, mostly on the blues line, but I was uh, fortunate enough to play some festivals that had a lot of cross 
genre musicians, like uh, jazz players and reggae players of all different sorts. So yeah, it's been a it's been a decent run. Which is awesome. So like you have an album, it's called Hard Luck Cafe. It's going to come out on Spectra later this year. Um, you That's have right. lots of music that I guess has been played like on satellite radio and all on a bunch of different blues stations all over the world. And I guess the the first single or whatever that's going to get promoted off of Hard Luck Cafe is called Mile After Mile. That's right. Yeah, it's a uh, it's more so blues than anything else on the on the record. But I think it's a good indication of the country blues uh, word that we were talking about. It's just kind of a stripped down and uh, live sounding and and a little old time at the same time. So what we're going to do is so everybody can hear what you sound like since they are all talking to them in the chat room about how hot you are, they can get the vo- the singing voice to go with it. And uh, so we're going to play the song. Why don't you say who you are and you announce the song and then we're going to play it for everybody. All right, my name is Davis Cohen out of Charleston, South Carolina. This song is called Mile After Mile off my new Hard Luck Cafe album.
So that's Davis Cohen. The name of the single is Mile After Mile off his uh, upcoming Spectre Records release, Hard Luck Cafe. Dude, it was awesome. Everybody in the chat room loves it. They're all talking about sitting in front of fireplaces with a glass of wine. And, and I'll go further and say after you hear that song, then you start like banging, baby. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, that, I'm, um, I'm blessed and I appreciate that. Uh, I, I was pretty happy about that recording. And actually, I, I thought I mentioned there's a video for it on uh, YouTube. That uh that we did it kind of shows what the the studio was like uh, that we recorded it at, which is actually unfortunately defunct. But it was a pretty classic studio. Not much to it uh, down in Como, Mississippi. They had a lot of great legendary local blues musicians play, but um, unfortunately it's no longer. So it's the video stands as somewhat of a relic to a, a past time, but um. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. That's uh, that's something I'm pretty pleased about, so I'm glad to get it out there. To, uh, and I usually critique all the music on the shows, and I have to tell you that your music brought me back to when I was a teenage boy and rock and roll was happening all over the country. Um, you have a great voice. It's a good sound. I like the record. I give you a 10. Oh, thank you. That's humbled me very much to hear yeah. that. Um, it's good. It's good music. It's really good music. Everybody's saying Eric Clapton. Everybody's hearing some Eric Clapton that's, in there. Everybody. In the oh, I, I hear. I hear all the great rock and roll singers of my day. He just goes through all of them. I I can't identify with who he is exactly, but he brings me back to just the good old rock and roll days. He's Davis Cohen. Oh, that's great. That's that's one of the best compliments but, I've gotten. But, but, I, I have heard the but would you the call, Eric Clapton thing before, but I, in fact, I don't really listen to him much outside of. You know, your your average music listener here right. on the radio, but that it certainly is a compliment. Um, but I've got a little bit of Randy Newman. Uh, everybody's there. Comments before, yeah. But I uh, appreciate that. I'd say. Would you call a, yourself rock and roll? Um, I mean, the I, rock and I'd roll. Like <laughs> rock and roll I back in the fifties was really a South sound. I mean, like Jerry Lee Lewis, everybody, they all had their own sound, which was different from the black singers, the black, the platters, they had their sound. But you have definitely a Southern 1955 sound, which I friggin' love. So there. Thank you. I I would like to uh, call myself a rock and roller. (laughs) There you go. You know what? You're totally retro. Well, thank you. That's that's another great compliment. Oh, yeah. You're totally retro. So um so let's tell everybody too if they want to hook up with you the best place is to find you on Facebook um it's facebook.com davis cohen they got a they got a fan page or what you friend me and uh, just as long as you spell my name c o e n is the last name often folks will put the h in there but it's just d a v i s c o e n and drop me a line anytime I'll get up and check on those and plug the shit live shows I'm doing and whatnot and where you can find the music. So that's a pretty good resource. Otherwise, I just have a, a traditional website that's just daviscohen.com, which uh, you could send a old, uh, old uh, what you call, uh, email to me. There you go. You're like yeah, me. I love you. I love yeah, you a lot. Ron You're just like me. I love you a lot. <laughs> so uh, I think it's awesome, everybody. Everybody should definitely uh, check it out. Go to his Facebook page. Like his page. And uh, he buy his he doesn't music. Do Twitter. We're going to buy his music. Buy his and, music. Uh, you it's can worth it. Go on iTunes because he's got several other albums, and you can like hear all of his other music. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We want to thank Bobby for setting it up for Spectre. From Spectre Records, and uh, we wish you all the best luck with it, and keep us posted with what's going on, and we'll bring you back for updates. Keep running, Davis. Keep running. 
Thank you. I like that. Well, thank you all so much. I hope to meet you in person somewhere down the line. Absolutely. Definitely Absolutely. Will. Make sure say goodbye to everybody in the chat room. All right, everybody in the chat room. We'll catch you down, down the way somewhere. There you go. So, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Bye. There you go. We're rolling, rocking and rolling. The show's going quick today. Right. Now, I have to do a commercial. This is a Jimmy Star shirt I have on, and it has written here, the Boy Scouts. Uh, this really has a double meaning because the Boy Scouts do not let gay boys in, and they started to teach other children that gay people are bad people and they shouldn't be Boy Scouts. Huh. So I wore this today because everybody's out there buying Girl Scout cookies. Please don't. That money goes to, <laughs> that money only goes to promote more prejudice and I don't like prejudice. I feel everybody is equal and everybody's the same and we shouldn't pick on somebody. And when the Boy Scouts pick on homosexuals and throw them out of their group, that's not American and the Boy Scouts is all about American. So I'm wearing this shirt today that Jimmy designed in protest. I'm a Boy Scout guy. Look, the whole outfit. Now, have you submitted that shirt to the Boy Scouts well, of America yet? No. No? No. <laughs> look how cute he is, though. Boots for so camping, I'm walking too. around, and people are looking at me. I look like, who's that bear in the woods that the guys hang out with? Yogi? Yogi Bear. Yogi, I look like one of Yogi Bear people. There you go. That's funny. So let's do a little Dynapep commercial. All right. Yay. All right, everybody. Dynapep is a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show. It is the world's first energy micro shot. It is the best micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. Fits in your pocket. It's fantastic. It really uh, gives you 10 hours of energy. And you, when you take Dynapep, you have no sugar for diabetics. You're not supposed to say for diabetics. Well, I no. say that because I know, but there's they a, a lot of diabetics out there who want energy too. What they they should no, no, have but energy? you can't say no sugar for diabetics because the slogan is no sugar, no carbs, no crash, no, no sugar about for diabetics. that's fine. He, it's great that it's got no sugar for diabetics. I think Good. that's terrific. But now let's do the real commercial. Now we'll do the real commercial. All right, everybody, stick to the script. All right, everybody. So Dynapep, the world's best and first greatest energy micro shot, and it's got no sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go. For diabetics. Okay. <laughs> he has to go. have the last word every no, time. I don't. No matter really what. No, I have relatives that are suffering from diabetes, and I'm sad. And I want my cousin, or I shouldn't say that, I want my relatives to take Dynapep so they can come and visit me. So we're going to do another uh, We're going to do another music break, everybody. And then at the end of this song, we're going to play the, the, the actual number one guest on the Jimmy Star Show is a very good friend of Ron and I. Her name is mm. Shane Layton. She's fabulous. We're going to play a song, and then we're going to come on and bring a world announcement for it. And, uh, uh, this is her son that you cannot buy yet. It's called You Gave Me Roses, but Ron and I love oh, it. I, I have it in my personal she's one my, of the, in my car all over the place. She's one of the most talented it. people in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. She's 22 years old. You would think that she was been doing this a for 100 years. Redhead, she's fabulous. She's super smoking a hot. A cookie jar, as sweet as a cookie she's jar. She's awesome. This is her single, You Gave Me Roses, and after that, she's going to call in for a quick announcement. And her husband, Frank, is gorgeous. Left you a present by the front door The card you used to keep score Cause I don't need it anymore I never thought that when you told me I'm your one and only You'd break me down to only You gave me
Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey guys. Hey, hey. my cookie sweetheart. I love you, my darling. <laughs> you're my adopt. You're my adopted daughter. You know, I adopted Lara Spencer. Now I've adopted you. Now I have. Well, that's good. I have. I'm happy to. I'm happy to be your adopted daughter because I love Leslie and and everyone too. And Deirdre. Deirdre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Deidre. Oh. oh my god, I wanted to call her something else. It's so funny. But yes, Leslie and Deidre are. If I need to call them adopted sisters, like that makes me happy. Actually, too, everybody, today's Leslie's birthday. We, yes, we, we should sing to say happy, happy birthday. birthday to my We're daughter. Sing it? No. My do- happy my birthday, Leslie. There you go. <laughs> my daughter's twenty, and I'm fifty. There you go. It works for me. Huh? And if you believe that, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn I can sell you cheap. So so everybody in the chat room totally like digs the song. And Love it. Ginger Irish has a Facebook page where she promotes all the cool artists, a lot of them that she meets on the Jimmy Star Show. And I typed in there that she needs to be promoting you because you're like the most fabulous thing on the planet. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I told Ginger, I said thank you so much for promoting that, and that's, that's really, really super cool, too. You know what's, yeah, nice, so about, we, what's nice about the song is each time I hear it, it's new. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what I like. It's so huge, and yeah, yeah you find all you all hear You hear different things. You find different instruments. You hear different voices. It's, it's really, I love that song, and it's true. I'm not lying. I surround my kids. I've got it in my car, in my house, in Jimmy's car, all over. I know, God. <laughs> No, it's so fabulous. We like it so much, and Audrey, I love it. I don't love, like everybody it. I love loves it. it. Everybody like loves it. So, so everybody in, who has, in case you're new to the show for the first time and you've never ha- heard, seen or been here, whenever Shane's been on the show, Shane is a singer, and we're going to come back to that in a second. She's a fabulous <laughs> actress. Um, she's got she's got a phenomenal novel out, which several people in the chat room have said they read it and they loved it, and it's called it. Of Light and Darkness. Mm-hmm. And Thank uh, you guys. the very first book is oh, wait, tell them the name of the first book. It's Of Light and Darkness, but then it has another title. Yes, the first book is called The Vampire's Daughter, and the book that's about to come out any week now, I swear, <laughs> is called The Vampire's Reflection. So this is going to be uh, like kind of like Harry Potter. It's going to be seven or eight. No- How many novels are we going to have? Uh, seven, hopefully we're, seven. We're gonna have seven <laughs> novels. My stamina is, but I'm, I'm planning seven. There's gonna be seven novels. There's gonna be movies. There's gonna be soundtracks. It's gonna be fabulous. If people want to order the book, where do they go? They go to Amazon. They can go to Barnes and Noble. They can go to my publisher's website. It's published through Decadent Publishing and their um, their sub publisher, which is called Bono Books. And so basically, it's available anywhere where independent books are sold online and even in a couple of brick-and-mortar stores this year, which I'm really excited about, too. So we're definitely rocking and rolling. And I should have, actually, the third book finished this year as well. There you go. And if you want to find out more about Shane Layton, besides the fact that she is, like, the hottest redheaded just vampress. I don't know what the hell you call it. She's like the hottest chick Tem- on the planet. Temptress. Temptress. That's it. She's smoking hot. You guys can go to shanelayton.com. You can see everything that she's got going on. And, and the reason we had her call in today is because we have this really, really big announcement. And yes. I didn't really figure out how we're going to make the announcement. I think Shane should do it. Well, you, you want me Shane to do it? it? I think you should okay. say that. It's about you, so I think you should blow it out. And then I'll like help somehow do claps. We're gonna need some claps and stuff, Chad, in a minute. I can't get that. Amazing applause. Sound effects. There you go. We're gonna need something. So, so tell us what is it you have to say, Shane? Well, everybody listening, and Jimmy and Ron. I just want to thank Jimmy and Ron because they were a huge help in making this happen. But I'm very excited to announce that I will also be a new artist on the Spectra Records label. There you <laughs> go. Yay! And you guys.
guys got to know how big a deal this is. Spectra Records is the largest independent rock label in the United States. You can go to spectrarecords.com and you can see a picture of Shane already because I had it put up before the show. And uh, so it's already there as listed as an artist. She'll be on the same same uh, roster as, as artists like Lou Graham who sold 100 million records from Foreigner. Gregory Abbott, who sold several million, The Cutting Crew, Naked Eyes. Like, there's so many, like, huge, huge acts on there, <laughs> plus all the artists that we bring on the Jimmy Star Show every week. Now, I have to yeah. say a few things on a personal note, and please don't get embarrassed, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of gushy like that. Um, well, you always make me blush, Ron. Well, anyway, when so. I met you, I didn't figure you out. I said she's either a real bitch that knows how to be sweet as hell, or she's really sweet as hell. And I've come to the conclusion a long time ago, you are as sweet as hell. You're the most down-to-earth, sincere, true, loving, dear human being. Stay that way, my love, with all the success that's coming your way. It could swell your head, and you could sometimes forget those that love you. Don't. We'll never forget you. At least I won't. No matter where I travel, even if I go back to Mars, to my family, (laughs) my relatives, I will tell all my relatives on Mars, the green people, all about you. I love you sincerely, and I truly mean it. The greatest success, honey, I wish to you. You know, as I told you, when Lara Spencer was a kid, she lived in, she lived, she was hung out in my house, and I said, Lara, one day you're going to be great. I said the same thing to Angie Voigt, Angelina Jolie. And now it, everything comes in threes. Now I say it to you on the air. You are going to be as great as Lara and Angie. Thank you so much. Ron, that really means a lot to me. I take that directly to my heart and um you know all i can say is if i ever do let it get to my head and become a bitch i know that you will slap me in the face jimmy will slap me in the face my mother will and i know my husband will you can can guarantee i will knock you off your pedestal and i I have another thing to say too and with everybody watching the video cameras right now too it'll be even more fun but anybody to all the doubters and haters out there i'm shooting you a big bird right now Go take a hike, sit on it, and flush it. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in 1956, I was over friends' houses. We were kids after school, and we used to make out with each other. You know, we were learning how to soul kiss all the girls in school. And this guy came on television, and his name was Johnny Manthus, and he had a very strange song. And we all sat in front of the television and just fainted. We thought, oh, my God, this guy is going to be – no, I'm sorry. I said he was going to be sensational, and everybody else said, ugh, no, his song is not rock and roll. And I fought with that room of people. I said, he's going to be great. Well, I said the same thing to Johnny Mantis about five, six years ago when we were in each other's company, and he appreciated that too, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't, but he just was polite. No way. This is going to be like the most awesome thing ever. We've got big things in store. Spectra Records is awesome. Shane is awesome. The Jimmy Star Show is awesome. We're awesome. What the heck? It's awesome. a big love fest. <laughs> I'm just a simple, fest. humble gonna, guy. You know, we've always, already become a really fast family, and we're just going to continue to grow that way. And you Absolutely. guys are so special to me. And, um, you know, Body's fantastic. And, you know, just like Davis said when he was on earlier – you know, he's he's a huge help, and he really knows what he's doing. So I just know that this is going to be a fantastic endeavor. And signing that contract did not feel more right the other night. And I took a bunch of pictures, and if you guys go on my Facebook after this show, I will post all these pictures. Yeah, we <laughs> and, had a blast, uh, you guys. We all had, had a lot of fun. Yes, Shane and Frank took us to dinner to celebrate the other night. We went to an Italian restaurant in Boca, and we had a good time. And they took a lot of pictures. And the picture is on Facebook. Shane, don't get upset. Photoshop me, please. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't approve of the picture. You have to Photoshop (laughs) every picture of me. I never, ever do an open shot, ever. 
Listen to it. That's okay. Just, I Photoshop every picture anyway, so you're good. I promise. There you go. At, at 52 years old, I need Photoshop. The- <laughs> He always laughs when I say my age. Why do you laugh? I think it's fun. Uh, Why do you think it's it's so fun? That because it's because I have such. uh, You know, my daughters are my age. (laughs) My adopted. He's a goddamn squealer. He loves to squeal on me. I didn't say a word. I just laughed. You're getting off the topic. I'm. I don't care. I'm. I'm a few years older than this mentally ill person. So, everybody, you can be looking for later this year a really awesome release. Also, while we have Shane on the phone, Shane is married to the most gorgeous guy. His Frank. name is Frank, mm-hmm. and uh, he's awesome. He was the star of The Incubus. He's going to be in the Of Light and Darkness movie. He's super, super hot. The women love him. Of course, he's married, and you can't have him, just like just like Shane. They're both married. They're both super hot, but tomorrow is his birthday. We want to wish him a happy birthday, yes. and this way it goes down in history that his Frank, birthday was on Frank the radio. Frank is tall, thin, with beautiful carved features, Beautiful eyes. I believe they're green. I'm not sure. Are they green, Shane? They're blue. Green. Blue. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'm, and he's got abs of steel. He's smoking hot. And you guys can... And wait a second. You have to see him as a vampire. Oh, you want to be eaten for sure if you see and him. As you, and, to see the, and actually, to see him as a vampire, you can go too, Shane. Tell, take it away. If you want to see my gorgeous husband as a vampire, you can go to oflightanddarknessseries.com. And we've got all kinds of... Really cool things up there. We've got, you know, clips of the book, and we've got an awesome trailer, um, and Frank is obviously the star, and yes, it is his birthday tomorrow, and we are all super excited. There so you it's a go. great birthday week. We've got Leslie and Frank in one week. That's fantastic. Two sweet people. That's right. So, Shane, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Congratulations with all your success. It couldn't happen to a better person. You're so fantastic. We love you at the Jimmy Star Show, and we'll be talking to you soon. And I just want to say one thing before we go. The, yes. the, the second book, Light and Darkness, I read it, and I just want all the people oh, out there. You didn't there. read the second one yet. What I, which one did I you read? You read the first one. What the hell do I know? First one, <laughs> second one. Your book, okay, Shane, the book with, with Frank on the front with the raw, red eyes. Um, I love the, the – I'm just going to tell you a little bit. Did you ever see a movie with a village of vampires? That's it. Okay. Was that supposed to be a hint? Yeah, that's the hint. Buy the book and find <laughs> out. Find out about the village. You know, you only get one vampire in a book or a movie, but this is a village. So go to oflightanddarknessseries.com. There you go. How's that? Yeah. There you go. So, Shane, good luck with it all. Frank, happy birthday. Thanks for calling in. Everybody in the uh, chat room says take care. You rocked the song and you were awesome. And uh, we're very happy to have you and to know you. And uh, good luck with all of it. And we'll talk to you later. Love you, sweetie. Thanks so much, guys. Have a fantastic rest of the show. I'll be listening. And thank you for everything. And right. happy birthday to Leslie and Frank. <laughs> there you right, go. We'll, we'll see you in a couple of days, honey. Bye. 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 That's I, so cool. I love her. She's I also, the best. I forgot too, like with our Dynapep commercial, we uh, should tell everybody you can go to Dynapep.com to find out more about Dynapep or dial 1-888-DO-DYNAPEP. Dynapep really works, you know. It's not a baloney thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's made out of. What's it made out of? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, that, it, that it makes you fly around the room for 10 hours, but it's good. It's really good and there's no crash. That's the big thing. And there's no sugar for the no diabetics. Sugar. So that's not a, not only that, but there's a lot of people out there who don't ingest sugar. Sugar's bad for you. Don't you see? Sugar's bad for you. We never take sugar. <laughs> Us with our bag, box of milk does. And my so, big chocolate chip cookie I just finished. We want, we want to thank, too. We want to thank the uh, the Jimmy Star Show syndicates, WROM Radio in Detroit, which is WROMradio.net. We air there on Saturday nights. We want to thank Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, which is JackalopeRadio.com. 
We want to thank Spook Show TV in Indianapolis. We air on Fridays at spookshow.tv. And we want to thank Slipstream Radio in the UK at slip-stream-radio.com. And we air there on Saturday nights. And they're in the chat room now, and they're awesome. Everybody should check it out. They're breaking all kinds of new music, uh, super fabulous, great music. And uh, definitely everybody should be checking it out. And follow everybody on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Now I ate a milk dog. I can't talk if I'm not full of milk dogs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And again, everybody, we only got, um, what, like five, what is today, the six, four days. We got four days for the Shorty Awards, everybody. Please go to shortyawards.com, sign in with Twitter, plug in Jimmy Starr's show, hit web show, and then vote for us. We need new people to vote. We need eight votes to, uh, seven or eight votes to, to take us into eighth place. So please vote for us. I don't like have to try talking with milk duds in your mouth. Anyway, next week. February 14th is Valentine's Day. Make sure you're with the one you love when you're watching. Next week is the and 13th. It'll be the day before Valentine's well, Day. What the hell is the difference? People know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Jimmy, he suddenly became a pain in my butt. He's like, he's like, Mr. Professor, I know it all. I'm going to smack him. No, you have to like tell people the right dates, though. Oh, I don't care. At my age, I don't have to do anything. I have to breathe. That's all I have to do is breathe. <laughs> That's my only obligation. We have such a great show planned for next week, everybody. I want to tell. I have to tell. Okay. My daughter, Deirdre, yes, she's going to give you the formula to mix a love potion. And if you give it to the one you love, he will be forever yours, your slave. Jimmy, I give it to him intravenously every night while he's sleeping. <laughs> he doesn't realize it, but he'll never leave me because he's bound to me by Deirdre's spell. Wow. We also have Barbie Wilde coming on, who was the Cenobite, one of the female Cenobite in the Hellraiser movies. And she wrote a new book that's... Uh, just came out which is fabulous and we have Matthew Modine from mm -hmm. Full Metal Jacket and he was in The Dark Knight Rises he's been in every like culturally pop culture fabulous movie of the 80s like Vision Quest what a great movie and you remember him from Married to the Mob Married to the Mob with, with, with what's the face there uh, it's Michelle awesome. Pfeiffer uh, we got a caller hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show well hello <laughs> hey Emma Caulfield we're so happy to have you Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be here. What's up? Good. Let me get us, before we get started, let me uh, get us all going, and let me uh, first start off by introducing you to my co-host, starting off with our cool man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Emma, you want a milk Ron dud? Russell. You want a milk dud? <laughs> <laughs> Do I want a milk dud? I He's eating milk, milk dud. duds. <laughs> Do you ever hear of a television talk show host with a mouthful of milk duds trying to speak? Um, I love it. You know what? I'm probably the only person I know that doesn't actually like milk duds. Oh, okay. Then you can't have any. So I definitely don't want one. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Why? You don't like sugar, right? I bet she. I love sugar. Just not I love milk chocolate. duds. I just not a milk dud girl. I'm a I'm a donut girl. I, I like donuts. donuts too. I love donuts too. Glazed. Mm. I like Krispy Kreme. Mm -hmm. so when the glaze are a little stale and they're crunchy and you're dumping coffee. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh -oh. Look out! <laughs> hold on, hold on, you guys. We're getting off topic. We have to finish introducing everybody first. We got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey there! I got a organic barbecue chips. You want those? <laughs> yes. You, no, I got a yes. There you go. Organic barbecue chips. Winner. I'm Jimmy Starr. I want to welcome you to the Jimmy Starr Show and ask you uh, real quick before we get started. We have a chat room full of people. If you could just say, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up? Can I swear? Yeah. Um, don't use the F word because we're trying to get on FM radio also because we're getting syndicated all oh, over the place. But Correction, swear. correction, correction, correction. <laughs> FM radio contacted us. They want mm. us on, not but, we want them on. But we True. can't, I know, but we There's can't curse. Man. So we're trying to. I can say hi. Okay. Hi. You can say, what's up, everybody? You guys are the shit. 
No, you okay. can't use that word either. You have to keep it very Americana, clean, waspy, Protestant, terrific, blue-eyed, blonde, plaid. There you go. Okay, uh, we can't do any Jimmy yeah. Star Actually, stick. that's how she is because she's like super fabulous. So first off, I want to say – I want a picture of her. Chad, oh. can you put a picture up? Okay. We got we to gotta gaze at you now. Uh, I don't know. Emma, do you have a website? You mean like a just like Google Emma? No, no, just a we regular want a website. picture just, of you. Just, yeah. No, no, not you. And you don't give us the picture, Emma. Don't he, smack me. I know, but she abuse. doesn't know what you're talking about. Abuse. I mean, there, I spousal, mean, spousal I mean, abuse. Just, just pictures on on S and Emma, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just Google Emma Caulfield. Thank you. All you have to do, Emma, is Jimmy, Google. and I are getting. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> like uh, normally, see, because oh, oh, she she doesn't understand because she's never been on the show. We're live in the studio, so there's video playing in the studio, and they're gonna he can put up pictures of you. So when we're talking about you, the people that are logged into their computers looking on the ITV can actually see the pictures. And if you want to see us, just go up to the top of your screen, tap yeah, on. Yeah, that's her. Beautiful. Oh, my God. She's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, you're stop beautiful. It. Put her back. Stop Let me it. see. Hold no, on. you're beautiful. Oh, stop it. You don't know you're beautiful? Give me a break. If you were fat and, if you were fat and ugly with warts, you'd know you were fat and ugly with warts, right? <laughs> so you mean to tell no. me... I mean, I know I am not. I know I am not fat and ugly. I'm not going to be. Please, I'm not oh, you're be, gorgeous. Like, please, you're, you're American pie. Please. No. So <laughs> she's beautiful. I'm not, I clean up okay. I, I clean up. Honey, high. you're beautiful. End it. I have oh, to. I have to tell you because you have so many cool things that you've done in the past, and like I'm, yeah. like I am such a geek that the things that probably like people know you from the most are not really the things that I'm like super stoked about. <laughs> and I have to tell you that I was a Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero junkie. I am. I I used to watch that all the time, and we've had a whole bunch of people. We had Emily, the girl who played Emily, who burnt the house down. I forgot her name now. Yeah. Uh, Who was Mm -hmm. in Chucky, Bride of Chucky? Uh, We had her on. Um, uh, I've met Jason Priestley several times, and uh, like, and I met Shannon Doherty, and like we had such a blast. And I know, look how sexy. So, so the fact that you were in Beverly Hills nine hundred two one, I had the haircut. I had the Luke Perry haircut with the sideburns. I had it all going on. About you, we want to hear about her. But I'm talking about. I know, but we're talking about how she's in my favorite show. Stop hitting me. That's spousal abuse. You hit me one more time, I'm going to sue you. That's it. Do you believe in spousal abuse? I'm being abused while we're interviewing you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Emma, I'm being abused. He's hitting me. Yeah. That's spousal Would you let her abuse. Talk? Would you no, just let her talk? I'm asking her a question. Emma, <laughs> no, are you any relationship yes. oh to are you what? are you any relationship to Joan Caulfield, the famous actress? I don't know who that is. I don't either. Okay. She, she was a beautiful so blonde funny. like you. Her name was Joe. Uh, I just got. Uh, I just said Not, her name. No, Joan no, Caulfield. I am, I am no relation. Okay. That, although that is my legal name, I changed my name. That's okay. I'm, I just I just took Caulfield because I like Catcher in the Rye. Okay. Oh my gosh, how cool! Are you married? No. Oh, would you like to find somebody online now? We can advertise. You. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want tall, dark, That's handsome, amazing. and very rich? And I've never been heard from again. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that. Okay. Um, I mean, but now I feel bad. I mean, that's two things you've offered me: online dating and milk and I've said no to both. That's okay. So, you didn't say no to me with with Susan Keats being a great, a great character on Beverly Hills 90210. So I'm oh, still, she was so awesome. I'm still happy. I loved her. That was like one of my first jobs. It was like 1996, which feels like, I mean, oh my God, I can't even believe it's 1996. Like, that's terrifying to me. Um, that's when you were born, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was a baby. You look um, like a child. So they, they were the nicest 
people. Jason, I just goes down as probably the nicest human being I've ever met. I mean, he is like an absolute angel of human being, and that was just such a fun year of my life. It was it was great. It was great working with him. I, oh, I thought you were talking cool. about I, me. Post Brenda, I mean, everyone's like, "What was Shannon like?" I'm like, "She was gone." I mean, I was like, I was like the second phase of that show. I was not there, you know, at the beginning, so I missed a lot of that. Right. I watched the whole thing all the way till its end. I have all the box sets, DVD sets at home. Like, like I'm like a it total does. like junkie it really with does. it. Honest and uh, like I, for me, it was such a. I'm actually. I do a whole bunch of different things. Like, um, I'm I'm a director of operations for a hip hop record label, a really big I one. Know. And I also uh, have a booking agency where I book celebrities for like events for appearances and stuff. Yawn. And uh, <laughs> no, listen, don't get on it. I'm a celebrity clothing designer, and so like I used to watch Beverly Hills 90210 because like the fashion and. Everything Everything you know, even though now you look back on it and everything looks really goofy, but at the time that was like the the fashion of the time, and everybody watched that show for you know what they were going to wear. Emma, most you, people. You're, you're a Jimmy of all trades. Yeah, that's right, Emma. The, um, Emma, Emma. Yes. Most people, yes. when you sleep next to them, they snore. Some people have nightmares. Jimmy at night says, "I'm a star. I'm Jimmy Star Brand. I do a producer. I'm a director. I'm a radio star." Over and over right. again. I do not. What yes, you do. You do. You keep me awake all night. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't figure it out yet, Ron and I are a couple. Yes, we're getting married <laughs> in Times Square, I believe this June, possibly. That's what makes us popular. We have tons of listeners, and we're different mm-hmm. because, like, most people aren't. We're, we do all our bickering online and to our guests. Right. <laughs> right? I love. I love that. And you know, I snore, so you know. Well, that's why if we say how gorgeous you are, we're not hitting on you. We're admiring you. In my case, yeah, I wish I looked like you. <laughs> well, I, you, are, you are so beautiful. You know, like, you have not aged at all. I can't even believe it. If I it. looked like you, I'd be a movie star. <laughs> I would, I would well, I'd know, be on television. Um, I, uh, some, like, my whole situation physically changed when I stopped smoking. I don't know if you guys smoke. And, no. you know, rock on if you do, like, whatever. But I... Nope, we I don't. Was a, I was, like, the smoker who, like, left the airport to smoke kind of smoker. Like, if I had to wait too long, I'm like, oh, I'll just check in again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go outside, smoke, <laughs> um, you know, and then, you know, come back in or whatever. And then I, I just, <laughs> one day, just like, okay, I, I'm... I'm I done. Like, I'm, and, uh... I don't know. It's like everything started to rejuvenate. I'm like, God, I don't have like dark circles under my eyes. Like I, I'm breathing better. There you uh, go. Of course, putting smoke in your body is not natural. Anybody would realize that. Now, listen, Emma, what are you doing now? I want to hear. I want to see you. I like you now. I want to be a fan. Where do I find <laughs> okay. you? Are you on TV? A movie? Okay. Where are you? <laughs> um, what am I doing? I'm probably on in a lot of different things. That's kind of how I like it. And um, I don't know you know, where they're all going to go, um, when they'll plateau or how they'll, like, what journey it's going to take me on. But I, I like, I, I have a lot of different things that interest me. And I, like, sometimes I like to write. So then, you know, we, my partner and I got into, um, we wrote a, graphic novel. Oh, no, wait, wait. We're going to talk about that. Yes, yeah, so I want to totally want to talk about that. I have three things that I want to talk about, so we'll go with that one first. So, okay. so let me write down just on my little notes because this is really cool. Like, I wrote little notes because I actually read all about it today. And she has a new graphic <laughs> mod- novel, and it's called Contrapussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's by Emma Caulfield and her partner, whose name is Camilla 
I don't know how to pronounce her Conti last name. Pussy? Ranson. 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 And it's about a cat. It's about a cat. Now, you can, uh-huh. you can elaborate more. Let me just do the little bit I know. It's about a cat yeah. named Sonnet. And she's a sonnet by day, and she's a femme fatale at night. And she goes uh-huh. around, and it's kind of like and a her homage. name is Conto Pussy? Conto Pussy. Contro? Contro, Contro Pussy. What does Contro mean? Controversial? Like, like, like oh. controversy, but Contro oh. Pussy. Oh, Contro Pussy. My my ex wife like my ex wife had a contra pussy. It was cute. <laughs> easy, easy. No, it was a real cat. Oh, okay. We used to talk about it all the time. It was called Smellsy. And it's an and it's an, and it's an homage to the James Bond girls. And it's like looks oh. really 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 cool. Oh, right? I don't do and, dirty stuff on and, radio. And so what Shad. I wrote and what I wrote and what I what I think I because it's a very sexual uh, sexual sexually liberated like graphic novel. And one yeah. thing I I like because yeah. I read a review and in the review it says it's a what a great way to ex- illustrate that sex. Sexual liberation is different from sexual exploitation. And I thought that was the coolest thing that ever. That is cool. So tell us a little um, bit about your graphic novel. We were actually very thrilled with that um, bit, that, that little, little quote you just you just pointed out. It's sort of the same thing we zeroed in on, and then we're like, wow, we're smarter than we thought. Diminished, because the reviews have been really pot, like really glowing and really nice, and which is it's so rewarding, you know, when you work in the art and you just hope people like it. But the levels at which people are, are taking this, like the layers that they're peeling off, I, I'd love to say it was mainly conscious, but it, it, it wasn't. I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, we just were infused and subconsciously we were putting all this out there into this book. I mean, on, on the main level that we were hitting for was satire. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a cat and, and you know, she has her band of, misfit animals that she hangs with when she leaves the house. Um, but, you know, they're very human. Every, everything about it is like an allegory for human behavior, really. You know, we, we tackle, you know, um, clean air. We tackle politics. We tackle national politics, gun violence, uh, the FDA. I mean, anything that you can kind of think of that would be hot button, we infuse there. And she's somehow in the middle of all of it. She's and smoking hot, too. Who, who came up with the title? She's smoking hot. It's She's true. smoking She's hot. Banging. And we, we definitely, that's definitely intentional. You know, we, we, we wanted the idea that you can be sexually empowered and smart and, and be able to take care of yourself, but also still be vulnerable when needed. You know, we don't want to, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm a feminist. I don't even know what that means anymore, to be honest. I mean, no, it, it exists. It I, I, exists. Want, I want to be treated equally, but I'm not going to shrink in a corner if, you know, you're like, oh, my God, I masturbated last night. I'm not going to, like, call my lawyer and go, I'm offended. You know, I'm just, I, right. I don't know what that makes me. I just, like, we're cool. Like, Actually, it starts so, out talking about masturbation, right? It does. It does. Um, about the, the, you know, the, the pussy cats of, masturbating? <laughs> yeah. Of so, is that yeah, what it is? That the pussy there. masturbates? I mean, there's, if there's something it's a masturbating for, pussy. You know, the male audience, for sure. I mean, you right. know, this is not... <laughs> Emma, Emma, sweetheart, you know, who came up with the title? You know, talking about, you know, their periods. You know. <laughs> Emma, 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 love. Who came up with the title? I, I'm very glad to say I did, but purely by accident, because I was listening to Prince's song, Contra- Controversy, right? Uh-huh. And I, I was like, oh my God, like I had never heard it, and I'm a big Prince fan, I love it, and somehow I just missed that song completely, and it was on the radio, and I was like, 
is he saying conscious pussy? Because that's amazing. <laughs> so like, oh, he's not. And I'm like, immediately I called my writing partner and I said, okay, controversy. <laughs> there we go. Let's let's do this. And then the whole Bond thing, the octopusy, and um, now what's going to happen? It's, it's like a total homage to James Bond too, in a lot yeah. of ways. James Bond. There's there's that too, and that that layer came later. But the, but, the impetus of it was was mishearing a Prince song and but, thinking it sounded really cool and wanting to work within that world. Did you ever take into consideration the perverts are going to bring it home and be disappointed? I hope they do. <laughs> Because they're going to think it's one subject matter and they're going to read about a pussy that hangs out with dogs and elephants. Well, she does, but again, this is not, you know, this is not Garfield. You know what I mean? Right. This, is, this is very, either human topical stories. There's, there's, I mean, we, we're both big pop culture fanatics and it's littered with pop culture references. I mean, down to the small writing on the graffiti on a bathroom wall. I mean, there's, Visually, Christian our illustrator, is brilliant, and there's it's just there's a lot of layers going on on every page. So it's not it's not just a simple oh, it's a cat, you know. It's, there's actually something going on. Emma, I'm going to buy one, and I'm going to mail it to you, and I want you to sign it for me. Please send it back. <laughs> I'll send. I'll send a post. You know, prepaid post. I want to know how. how Seriously, I'm, how, I'm not getting you. I want to know how do people actually get this comic? Is there a way to get it? Sounds great. Um, Amazon. Okay. Amazon. I mean, how much yeah. is it? I don't know. Twelve bucks. <laughs> twelve bucks. Fifteen dollars. That's cheap. Twelve bucks for pussy know. is pretty cheap. Did you get? <laughs> is it in there like as distributing? Like you guys distribute it yourself, or did you distribute it no, through a distribution no, company? No, IDW bought it. Okay. So <laughs> okay, that's yeah. terrific. Way to go! It. It's hard to get that done on your first. Oh, it's hard first to get. Go-round. It's hard to sell pussy. I'll tell you. You know, twelve yeah. bucks. <laughs> uh, we were actually really. I mean, we're so grateful that they bought it. They're very big and respected, and we we're very happy. Um, we're very surprised, I mean, not to knock ourselves or anything, but we're like, well, you know, no one turns in anything. There's no superhero. No one's gone to Cape. There's no, you know, we're, we're very surprised that they took this on because it's not your typical, I don't know, comic, necessarily. Right. Um, you know, so I, I don't know where this will go. I don't know what life it will have. Maybe we'll pick it back up again. Maybe we won't. Maybe someone Maybe will Maybe like, it'll turn into a movie. Great animated. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Go see Controversial Pussy. It's the newest film out. Contra Pussy. What is it? Contra Pussy. Oh, Controversial Contra Pussy. Contra Pussy. I think it's fabulous. I think it's like such a genius idea. I think it's going to absolutely. I love it. I think think as soon as all the like more and more pop culture freaks people pick it up, I think it's going to like go through the roof and it's going to be really, really good because I looked at a, a lot of the graphic drawings and it's illustrated very, very well. Let me tell you something. He's amazing. He's he. I mean, when we first started working with him, he was just kind of starting out, and we got him for nothing. And then we've worked with him since. Again, we we've now worked with him twice. And when we when came back, damn! I mean, I'm so happy that you're doing well. But I mean, you're like ten times more expensive than you were the last time. I mean, the guy is really in demand, and he's he's just so. So gifted. I mean, the look of this has just been beautiful. So wherever this goes, I mean, we ever do animate it, if that actually happens, if that's what's supposed to happen, we'd love to try to keep that. Either I don't, you know, whether he he continues it, you know, if that's his specialty. I mean, I think he's mainly a you know graphic artist, not digital. But 
if that look can somehow be infused, would be great because it really is it's kind of grimy and glossy at the same time. It's a very interesting little world he created. He's our third, our third entity in the project. He's really, really talented. Can't yeah. say enough. And he's a really nice guy too, which always helps. I think it's like amazing. I think all of it looks good. I think the whole thing is just going to totally kick ass. I think it's really, really Thanks. cool. Um, so let's move on a little bit because I want to talk to you. You have two movies in post and I want to bring them both up because uh, I don't even know like uh, if you're allowed to talk about them or not. But you have one called Telling of the Shoes and I just want to bring it up because Taylor Dane's in it. We love Taylor Dane. She's been on the show several times. and uh, Amazing. And uh, she's super, super cool and with one of the greatest voices of all time. And then you have another mm-hmm. movie that you did old days with Harlan Williams, which I was in Bachelor Party 2 with Harlan Williams. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Is he like not the most charming? Yes. He's, he's, he's hilarious. He's fun. Um, I, I get, I, I'm fortunate, like, because I do a ton of, like, indie movies where I just get, like, roles, mostly because I have a radio show and I'll promote them. Not that I'm, like, any great actor, but it's just fun. It makes it fun, and I get to meet a lot of cool people, so I freaking, like, love it. And uh, so the fact that you did both of those, they're new. I guess, they're, are they coming out this year? Um, I hope so. Actually, I'm going to do a screening of Old Days next week, um, which I'm very, very excited about. Because um, it also has Nick Swartzen in it, who he's got to be one of the funniest people like on the planet. Oh, my God. No, seriously. I don't even know how we got through shooting most of the time. It is such a funny, funny script, and it was elevated, I mean, like crazy with these people. I mean, Nick is just hysterical. Harlan, obviously hysterical. Sarah Kalana, who is, um, you know, producer on Chelsea lately and a great writer and stand-up comedian. And I mean, everything out of her mouth is hysterical. Um, I mean, even, you know, Morena, which you wouldn't actually go to her as like the funny one. Um, she's so stunningly beautiful. It's like, it hurts my feelings how pretty she is. <laughs> it's like, not fair. And she's so funny and charming. And I mean, I mean, everybody, like we just, this, the entire cast was such a wonderful, just amazing group of people that came together. And there was a lot of like, we you know you do, you do it scripted. And then, you know, just Michael director who's also in it, you know, just roll and be like, all right, just riff, just have fun. Let's just, just, just keep going. Um, and to try it in this like, not break and not ruin the takes was, was a challenge. Probably the hardest thing I had to do, which is not break. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure the movie is going to be, like, freaking awesome. I'm sure it will be a lot of fun. I mean, just with, just, with the people who, just with the people who are in it, it, you know, everybody has such a cool fan base. I'm sure everybody's going to love it. Yeah, everyone has a really interesting fan base and, and a, like, kind of a cross-platform fan base as well. I mean, it's just, I, I think the timing is really right for it. It's got a lot of heart. It's it's really funny. Um, it's it's just, I don't know, I, I cannot wait to see it. If it's half as funny as it was to shoot, then I think he's got a little hit on his hands, um, which would be great because Michael is just so nice. Um, it was such a joy to work with. Um, we shot it all in Indiana, and there was, you know, he got to involve, like, a lot of the, the locals, and, and it was just this great sort of family feel to the whole shoot. Um, and I worked with Chris Palaha again. It's the second time I've worked with him, so that was, like, a nice little reunion. And, you know, it was just a really, really great, great film. I'm, I, I know that they have a lot of really high hopes for that. Um, it was a nice Good. little 
buzz about that film right now. So we'll see what we'll see what happens with it. And telling the shoes, I honestly have no idea. I'm I'm more up to speed on on old days currently. Um, but it's like in said, post, so you've already fil- you've already filmed it though, right? If it's in post, it's already finished. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all done. Good. Yeah. Okay, so you can keep us posted, and you can let me know on Twitter, and we'll bring you back when it comes out, and we'll promote it because it'll be fun. We'll get Taylor Dane to come back on with you. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, oh my god, that'd be that'd be super fun. I love her. She came to my Super Bowl party last year. Oh, cool! <laughs> so that, that's super like, cool. Uh, I what is Taylor Dane's here? I'm like, I know. Hey, that <laughs> so awesome. makes it Everyone fun. Everyone was like trying not to talk to her because they were like, uh, "Dude, Taylor Dane's <laughs> so great." <laughs> so then you're also on Royal Pains, or you have been on? You were doing some? Uh, was it a cameo? I don't, I have to say, I only watched like the first episode of Royal Pains because it doesn't come on on a good time for me to watch it. I I'm I am recurring on Royal Pains. We we finished the first set of that. Um, the show goes back into production in like, I think June, June yeah summer mid mid summer and then I I I you know I, I'm not too clear on what I can talk about so I'll just okay watch Royal Pains. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, watch that and then you know. My job, people, first when I first started doing it, they're like, this is so fun that you do this for fans. I'm like, no, I actually, I actually get paid to do this. This is a job. Like, I have to show up every Tuesday and Thursday and put out these videos, um, which is what I do on SNMA through my damn channel. Um, and that's, that's almost like an experiment in stand up at this point, what I'm doing there. Am I echoing? I'm echoing really bad. No, you're head. okay. I don't know why. I can I hear am. it. Yeah, you're okay. So, so out of all the different things you've done, what's your favorite? Like, do you have one that like stands out as like this is your favorite thing that you've done or been on? Um, um well, probably like overall, my favorite project was the film I did called Timer. That that theme that really resonated with me and seems to resonate with a lot of people. Um, like in, in very strange ways, like I was, I was. Dubai, and like there were all these Egyptians who were over there for the festival, and they were like, "We just love Timer." I'm like, "Huh? I don't even know how you sure you saw it." But I'm thrilled that you have. There's something something about that story that seemed to really resonate with people across the world, and that that's really nice. And that that's I really I just I like that character. I like playing in that world. Um, I like the idea of it. I think it makes you think, and I like that. And plus, it's a little science fiction and I, right. I like I like that world in my actual life like I love science fiction I'm a complete nerd I mean I don't even know what nerd means anymore because they're so mainstream I just to say I love science fiction so um, probably that and then I, I'm really actually having fun doing these vlogs on my damn channel they're I get to just sort of run my mouth off you know when, when I first started working with them I was like well you know, is there anything I can't do or say? And they're like, no. Nope. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I get away with? Don't worry about it. We have lawyers. I'm like, great. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I won't. It's my kind of job. I'll just turn the camera on and run my mouth off. And it's been, it's been interesting. The fans of that vlog um, are very, very vocal and engaging and half of it is actually engaging them anyway because most of my videos are based on suggestions that they give me so if it's like hey what do you want to see me do well I want to see you you know do 
do a headstand and saying, okay, what else? I want to see you do, um, you know, basically any way I can embarrass myself and humiliate myself and look like a fool. And the more I do it, the more they realize that I will actually do it. And it's an interesting world to inhabit because, you know, the internet and YouTube and my damn channel, all of that, that's where everything is. And so the more you can be present there and the more people can really get to know you, so to speak, because you do have you have to engage in order for the for anything you do there to succeed. There's no like, oh, maybe I'll respond. Like you actually have to constantly be engaging with the fans, and um, it it's a remark. It's it's just remarkable. It's like a brave new world doing that. So that's very. So I feel like I'm in the wild west over there. So when I when I'm engaging in the space, I actually have to do a video later when I get off the phone with you. I've got to shoot something and edit it and load it up. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah, I really I feel like I'm a part of something really creative and new. So also too, because how do actually people go to see that? Um, they just go to mydamnchannel.com network. Okay. You know, also, well. you tweet it. You tweet it so they can follow your Twitter. If everybody follows you on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just you just it's S and M like like S and M. I really am oddly sexual. I'm actually starting to piece this together. I just—it's really not intentional. Controversy, SNMA. I've got horrible problems. Um, but yeah, SNMA. So you just—you know, there's—you you go on mynetchannel.com and there's a list of shows, and I'm one of them. Or you can just—they're also on YouTube, so you can just YouTube, you know. Um, Slash SNMA. There you and go. all the videos will load. And they load every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. So we want everybody to go out and check out Contra Pussy and, and uh, buy the graphic novel. It sounds awesome. Support all of Emma's uh, different shows and movies coming out. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Emma Caulfield. We want to thank uh, Tom from WROM Radio in Detroit for setting up this interview. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star show. We think you're fabulous. We support everything you oh, do. Thanks. And any, anytime you have anything you want to promote, please come back. I would absolutely love that, and you guys are a blast. And wait, where are you in the streamies right now? Uh, I'm st- I'm still number nine. I need eight votes to move up to number eight because we were like, it was like a several hundred votes between between nine and eight, and we got it down to eight. So we're still working on it, but we got six more days to go. So we'll see where, what happens. I'm gonna tweet that again. Yeah, tweet it. We appreciate Yay! it. Thanks for the su- support. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, again, thanks so much for coming on the show, and we'll stay in touch. And anytime you have anything you want to promote, we'll bring you back on. Thanks, Jimmy. You're awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. So, everybody, it's 4.42, and uh, Valentine's Day is coming up next week. I want to play a quick song, and then we'll come back for our goodbyes for everybody. We want to give a shout-out to Barbara Brighton, who's in the uh, chat room. Actress Barbara Brighton, we had her on our New Hope show. And uh, we're going to play this song. is called All I Need by Tony Terry. It's a Valentine's Day song on Monarchy Records. It comes out on Valentine's Day. Here you go, All I Need. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. When a moment of the day goes by, when I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and eased my
That's All I Need by Tony Terry. Again, it comes out on Valentine's Day on Monarchy Records. You can download it next week on Thursday for Valentine's Day. It's a great song. Hope you guys liked it. And uh, next week we got a great show planned for you guys. We've got – I forgot who we've got. we got Barbara, Barbie Wild. Actually, say hi to Barbara Brighton. 
Who? Barbara Brighton's in oh, the chat. May room. I speak now? Yep. I have permission to speak, Your Absolutely. Majesty? Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to speak now with permission from Jimmy Starr. Stick to the script, right? No, I'm not sticking. Because my people out there know who I am and they know what I can do and they like me. I don't like to be criticized. I don't like to be pushed around. I don't like to be abused on the air. It's offensive and I'm sure it's offended most of my fans. Anyway, guys. Yes, Barbara Brighton. How are you, honey bun? And I'm happy you're in the chat room. And if everybody finds me to be an obnoxious, annoying person, please write me and let me know. And I'll remove myself from this show very graciously by saying to all of you, I've enjoyed being here all these weeks. But unfortunately, I live with the man and it's hard to work with the man. So I regret by saying that I won't be here next week. Or maybe I will because my daughter's on. But I will be leaving this show very soon. And I want to announce that. And I'm sorry about it. But... It just doesn't work. You can't be living together and working together, especially when you're both in the same business, the egos, the bullshit, the whatever, who's a star, who's not, who talks, who doesn't talk, the abuse, the garbage. It's very, very Hollywood, and and I don't want to part any part of it. I'm going to go back to television and do my Set the Record Straight program, and um, Jimmy will do his radio show, and our private life is a wonderful life, but we don't really get along on the air too well. So that's my swan song, everybody. And um, I'm happy that I've been here this time and I enjoyed myself. I thought I brought a lot of fun to the show, as you all wrote me and said I did. But sometimes you're not appreciated for being who you are. It's better to be so in the ridiculous. background than in the foreground <laughs> when you're working with Jimmy Starr. That's so ridiculous. So everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in. Sorry for all the drama. Oh, it's a lot have of drama. We week. love drama, right? We're all Hollywood Head people. Man, let's go. We love drama. Have a, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. We got Matthew Modine, Barbie, Barbie Wilde, and Deirdre Serego. Thanks. Yes. Later. Bye, everybody.